You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, Pacers fans, now we got an extra edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast for you today because the Pacers have selected Goga Badatze at the 18th pick in the draft, and I stupidly did not scout any centers, and I didn't scout any foreign guys, and that means I totally missed the Goga mark. However, tons of smart draft people, including Cole Zwicker, founder of the Step In on the other line, uh, loved Goga. So, Cole, uh, you have more experience than I just said. Can I can I say more about your experiences? <laughs> um I guess, yeah, I was a consultant to the analytics department for the Phoenix Suns for over a year. So a little bit of NBA experience, but nothing really upper echelon. It was more just a remote consultant uh, position. So you love Goga, correct? I do. All right, go. Yeah, I just <laughs> I love his floor and I love his potential value as a quality starter in this draft. And that's something that is kind of hard to come by. There's a lot of variance in this class. And I think Goga, the way he's improved really at his age. Last year, you looked at him, his body wasn't right. It wasn't good enough as far as still a little doughy. He didn't move that well. He was pretty bad in space. He got kind of branded as this plotter and he put a ton of work in. You could see the skill progression in his game to this year. I was kind of blown away with some of the games I saw. Just looked much more mobile. He's not crazy mobile. Like He's not going to be able to switch or anything on the perimeter. He still has some bad balance issues as far as changing direction, especially north-south on closeouts and stuff. But his progression in his game from skill to movement skills has just been really impressive. Yeah, I, I'm hearing a lot of that um, and a lot of like instinct stuff that he moves at the right times. He's ready. His pattern recognition is pretty good. And if you want to simplify that, I don't, you know, he's a high IQ smart player. And I think given, you know, watching the finals, watching the playoffs, high IQ players shine through more than any athleticism, ex- trade, et cetera, that you want to go through. Thus, I like the focus of high IQ players. I think a lot of Pacers people in particular are maybe not annoyed, but, you know, oh my gosh, it's a center. We already have these two other guys. How do you feel about Goga as, I'm going to call him Goga. I feel like I should call him by his last name because I've never met the guy. Um, How do you (laughs) feel about Goga going forward as a skill development compared to like, do you feel like he, like his percentile range could exceed Turner and Sabonis pretty easily? Do you feel like his skills, you know, could fit with either of them on the floor? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think he can offensively. I I do trust his shooting. That's why I really liked him in this class, because he can really pick and pop. He's kind of a pick and roll big. Um, He can be used as a straight catch and shoot guy, but he's most effective setting screens. Very, very good at that. I love his ability to pick and pop. He can put the ball on the floor a little bit. He can kind of short roll you. So he has some diversity there. Not an explosive lob catcher, vertical spacer, but he can get up a little bit when he has momentum. That was most important. That, That was pretty impressive to me is his ability to take one or two dribbles, make a pass. Not a great decision maker, but I do think the he offers a little bit of diversification from Turner. He's a little bit more fluid than Turner is as far as his skill game. Sabonis is more skilled, but not necessarily the shooter that Goga is. So there's a little bit of a different dynamic at play with him. I don't know if you can play him together defensively, of course, with Turner. I think that gets a little oh, dicey yeah. even if he did make <laughs> This year, playing on the perimeter for sure defensively, but that that's where it gets a little bit of a question mark. But offensively, I do trust Goga's ability to shoot the ball, and I think that's was his main uh, trait to me that really attracted me to him. 
I, I like the shooting. Uh, and you said passing too, which is my favorite skill out of a big. Now I'm going to do the lazy comp because they played for the same club and he can shoot and he is the best passing big of all time. Obviously, if Gogo is Jokic, he goes number one, <laughs> two, three, whatever. He, you know, he doesn't fall to 18 if he's even, if, if anyone thought he could be that good. Did the, the, the skill set seem similar there or is that just me just say, oh, they played for the same club and are European big? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's unfair to compare him to Jokic. Jokic is just <laughs> at a different level as far as skill game. Of course, IQ, it's not really that close, and that's not an indictment on Goga. He's more like the Nurkic progression that we've seen recently okay. in the NBA as far as Nurkic has really evolved as a short roll passer. Goga's not the most advanced decision maker right now. He like he, he does make some bad reads, but you see him kind of cycle through reads on the move, and you start to see that at a young age. And I, I do think he's going to improve at a faster rate than someone like a Nurkic. Not the same player. He, Goga's going to be a better shooter. So I, I can't compliment Jokic. He just doesn't have that kind of crazy body control. Like Jokic is so good in the post, like scoring over basically anybody. I'm not sure if Goga will ever be that dominant guy who's a draw two guy inside where you have to send help. But he's going to be able to post up, and he's coordinated enough to take advantage of mismatches for sure. That's what I like to hear, uh, and especially if he's a if he can make any sort of decision making, you can use him as a post up fulcrum almost to set up your offense, a la Sabonis uh, with his dribble handoffs at the elbow or something like that in the future. Another thing with Goga, uh, and I know I think I know the answer to this one, but I still <laughs> want you to say it to other people. Uh, a lot of times when Europeans get drafted, uh, the term you know draft and stash or this guy's not ready yet gets thrown around. I and Nate, Nate McMillan in his post-draft press conference, which they do before the second round, which drives me crazy, anyway, um, says that he believes Goga is not a project, and not necessarily that he's like a finished product that is like going to be in the rotation next year, but just that you know he's ready for NBA minutes now. He's not however many years away. Um, how do you f- feel on on that front? You know, do you feel like I obviously you know you expect rookies to be bad, quote unquote, but you know, where do you feel about Goga in that realm going into year one? I think he's going to be one of the most NBA ready rookies. I, I just nice. think his feel, like his drop coverage technique, he's very good at ball and man positioning. Those guys tend to catch on faster. Of course, he's going to have his laps, he's going to have his setbacks, but I do feel like his skill level and just playing against the competition that he has, as far as against grown men and in those kinds of settings, is really going to help him out. All of the narratives about Europeans, as far as being kind of soft and all of that, he plays physical. Like he's a he's a physical player. He's not quite Nurkic there, but he does have that edge, and I do think he's going to pick up on concepts quickly. I don't know about any language barriers and stuff like that but i i do think that on the floor you could kind of see his game already evolving from an iq standpoint so I'm, I'm pretty high in his ability to actually come in and give minutes where did goga end up on your board he was six six let's go big value pick <laughs> are you a best player available guy at every single spot um, I, I'm kind of a hybrid. I don't treat them as mutually exclusive. So best player or fit. I like sometimes the best player is the best fit because you can optimize the player. But okay. if you've like Goga in that range, I have no problem with. I, I know again that this is a deep. That's what I was going to say. Pacers, if you but. if you if the Pacers came to you and said, "Hey, you know, you've you hear the first seventeen guys who you pick at eighteen, would you you think you would have gone Goga even given their roster?" I would have taken Brandon Clark because he was higher than. Oh, Goga I uh, I wanted Brandon Clark too. That that hurts me. <laughs> Yeah, My so. top two at the spot were Grant and Grant Williams and Brandon Clark, and they were both available. Yeah, mine was Brandon Clark, then Goga, then Grant Williams. So it was oh, one of those go. guys. Yes. So uh... <laughs> Me and a former analytics consultant shared a three favorites at the – okay, anyway. Um, yeah, I, it's just been a weird uh, reaction for me, mostly because I personally did no scouting of Goga because I thought there was no way this team was picking a center. 
and I cannot find Euro tape for the life of me, which I will privately message you about that momentarily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just didn't, I didn't know anything about him. And I think a lot of fans of this team are, are trepid of, of what he could bring, but you, you've given me more confidence. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely high in his ability to contribute. I was a little surprised by the pick as well, as far as just fit. But a lot of these teams don't care about that. They're just going to take the best player. Uh, like Orlando took Chumo Kiki. He's ideally a four, and that's their deepest position. Like arguably their two best prospects in Isaac and Gordon both play the four. So these teams don't really care. Well, maybe an Aaron Gordon Goga swap is is coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cole, I really appreciate this. Uh, this has helped both me and I'm assuming everybody listening. So I'll let you get back to enjoying uh, your favorite one of your favorite nights of the year. Also, for everyone listening, uh, I've said this on the podcast leading up to today. The Stepien Cole's site is incredible. It's easily the best site for scouting. It's got shot charts. It's got awesome, awesome dialogue about literally any player you could want, even guys who aren't mocked at all so go check it out it's amazing thanks cole so much anytime man thanks for having me